welcome to the podcast. Coming to you from the Midwest Coast. I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center, Lake of the Ozarks Podcast, Studio B. This is the new old school podcast. I'm your host, Don Allen. Tell somebody about the podcast. It's all free. You know, you can download any of these free apps to any mobile device, Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Store, Spotify. They're all free. Why, it's freer than another Russian hoax? That's right, Hunter Biden's laptop is, drumroll please, a Russian hoax. That's what they're saying, a Russian hoax. It's not like we have video of the guy high on crack, carrying an illegal gun, sleeping with prostitutes, drunk out of his mind, all on video. We, we, We didn't see any of that those darn Russians again trying to affect another election. Dang you, Putin. I mean, isn't it bad enough I have to pay $2 more a gallon because of you, Putin? Now this? I mean, none of this is the administration's fault. It's Russia. Get the free apps. No disinformation here. No Russian influence. Just free. How is everybody doing today? I know, I know. It's really getting ridiculous, right? Midterms are coming, and so we have to toss out the word Russians. It's the Russians. Well, here we are. I mean, because, you know, it's Putin's war, Putin's gas price, gas hike, Putin's gas hike. I thought I saw him down here at the corner at the gas station. Uh, here we are, the last podcast in a good long series that we have titled The Word of God. I'm so glad we have The Word of God. I personally have loved this one, really shed some light on the importance of getting our noses back into our Bibles. The Word of God. We have seen that the Word of God is likened unto air, water, food, love, sight. It reflects the dominion of God. And so we've been asking, well, how long could one live without water, food, air, love, and sight? Not very long. But that's what we've all been trying to do for a while now, just taking that one little scripture, maybe, maybe not even every day trying to make it through an entire week on that. Well, that's like taking a glass of water on Sunday and that's it. Maybe I just eat on Mondays and that's it. Maybe I'm just going to breathe on Tuesday and uh, hold my breath and wait till Sunday. Well, spiritually, we've kind of been doing that and it, it doesn't work out very well. And we've seen that really ever since social media has become more and more available, which isn't bad in and of itself. But now we can just watch a quick 15 second TikTok, get our daily one scripture from that Bible app, Read a 20-second Facebook post, and well, that's, that's it, that's it. Well, better than nothing, yes. But we are not able to successfully maneuver in this season upon the earth without really getting into the Bible and allowing Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth. I could go on and on trying to make my point that I've already made in the past five podcasts, but I think we can clearly see that we must, and I say must, get back to the study of God's Word. We must. So that's been the theme. Let's continue today. Let's look at uh, Luke 11 and Luke 15 today. Let's look at the Bible as light, light, a spiritual book written by a spiritual being to spiritual beings. The word of God is like light. Psalm 119 and 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. In this dark world, it would do us good to have a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. His word 
is a lamp unto our feet, meaning what? That we would know where to take the next steps. And a light unto my path, meaning I would know what path to take. Three things about light. Light dispels darkness. So here's a question for you. How many of you have ever been walking across a dark room and you've stubbed your toe? I have many times. Why? Well, because we didn't have light. We thought we knew our way around, didn't we? We thought we knew the path. We thought we knew where every obstacle was going to be, didn't we? Certainly, I won't stumble because I know where I'm going. And sure enough, you hooked that toe on something. Why? You needed light. A lamp unto your feet, a light unto your path. We are supposed to walk in the spirit, but we're walking in the dark world. And I have to wonder how many believers are stumbling because they're not using their lamp. They're walking in the dark in some areas, and so they stumble. Light dispels darkness. It runs it out. No struggle between light and darkness. No, we struggle with it, but not God. Light isn't having a fight with darkness. You walk in, you turn the light on, and and see if there's a struggle. There's no struggle. Darkness has never won that fight. The light isn't trying to push out darkness. John 3, 24, everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. This isn't exactly a negative scripture. So many walking in darkness because they don't want to read the word. They don't want to study the word. So I'm walking in darkness and many think, I don't want to read the Bible. No, listen, you need to read the Bible. You've got to get light on that issue. You have to. Many don't know that they can get out of the darkness through the word of God. Light dispels darkness. That his deeds may be exposed. That means the darkness in your life will be destroyed by the light. That's a great thing. It's the only way to be free from darkness in any area of your life. So it's like this. If Silas Devis is listening, if he's listening today, and I believe he probably is, if Silas Devis is listening, he may not get what I'm talking about. But we used to have cameras that had film in them, not digital. So we had to have that film developed in a dark room. And you didn't want somebody to walk into that room because it would expose that film to the light. And it had the potential to wipe out anything that was on that film. If you have darkness in your life, expose it to the light so that it can be wiped out. It goes away. If in your mind you have taken pictures of dark things, negative things, maybe even immoral things, expose that to the light. Luke 11 and verse 33, Jesus talking about this. No one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a secret place or under a basket, but on a lampstand that those who come in may see the light. The lamp of the body is the eye. So what are you looking at? That's how light or darkness gets into the body. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body is also full of darkness. Now, think about all the darkness that your eyes see every day. Think about watching television. How many things are dark on the news? Think about Facebook and videos there. How much is dark? Posts and pictures and how many TV programs filled with immorality or death? Darkness. How many hours we spend with darkness entering the eye? Imagine if we took the same time to fill our eyes with light of the word of God. You think it might change some things? See, we know this, especially when it comes to lust, and I'm talking about pornography, things of that nature, videos or pictures or nude people, people in immoral situations, and all that gets into the eye. It gets in your mind where it stays. It's stored there in a dark room waiting to be developed. So many things, but listen, the first thing that we have to ask is, do you really want to be free? So many in bondages, they kind of want to, but not really. No, do you really want to be free? 
Darkness has entered many of us. So here's the thing. Listen, this is going to bring freedom to somebody because, listen, we spend a lot of time in a day looking at immoral things. We get caught up in it, scrolling and looking and watching. So here's how we're going to have to do this. Here's some homework that's going to help you get free from darkness for the next 30 days. And I'm saying start today at the hearing of this program, whenever you hear it. For the next 30 days, read your Bible 30 minutes a day for 30 days. 260 chapters in the New Testament. So start in Matthew. Don't just go to Genesis. Start in Matthew. Read the Bible for 30 days, 30 minutes a day, and you'll find in 60 days you could read the entire New Testament. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life, but you have to do it. 30 minutes, 30 minutes. You know, if you've ever picked up your phone and started looking, you'll waste 30 minutes before you know it. So don't waste any more time. Get in the Bible. Get light in. It'll change how you see everything. It'll cause you to realize that once you, uh, that what once was used to attract you, it'll become repulsive to you. I'm serious because of light. You'll not want to see the things that you were able to, uh, that you used to not be able to turn from. You'll have no desire to look at what it is that you used to look at because light dispels darkness. Number two, light recovers lost things. If you lose something, it's very simple. You got to get a light so you can find it, so you can see it in the dark. Remember that story that Jesus told about a woman who lost something. And he tells this in the middle of two other stories, one about a shepherd that lost a sheep and a father that lost a son. But in the middle of this, it's about a woman that lost a coin, something valuable. These stories are all talking about people valuable to God. Luke 15, 8 and 9, or what woman having 10 silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. And when she has found it, When she has found it, she calls her friends and her neighbors together saying, rejoice with me for I found the peace that I have lost. Luke 15 and verse 10, likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God uh, of uh, over one sinner who repents. So I know this is talking about people, but watch this. What if you lose your job? What do you do? Light a lamp. What if you lose your investments? What are you going to do? Light a lamp. What am I saying? Read the Bible. If you lose a relationship, a loved one, what are you going to do? Light a lamp. Read the Bible. Lose a child to the world. Light a lamp. Anytime you lose something, light a lamp. So I tell on one of my children, one of my children um, did what I did growing up, and that was go out and experiment in the world. So this one child of mine drank, smoked weed, started smoking. Or I guess now it's vaping, vaping. So vaping. And you can see the progression as darkness began to take over their life. I saw it because I was, it, that was just like me. So this child comes home one night and I can, I can smell the weed. I mean, come on. It was like somebody spilled a bottle of weed perfume all over this person. Walked in right behind me. I'm sitting on the couch and, and walks right behind me to the kitchen. Just the two of us at home that night. So I jumped up immediately and followed this particular child to the kitchen. And I began some small talk, remembering how I used to act when my parents used to do the same thing to me. And it was horrible. It was so uncomfortable because you're high as a kite. So they have their head buried in the refrigerator. And so I'm just doing small talk. Uh, where you been? What you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And finally, I said, listen, you are as high as a kite. Come on, did you really think I wouldn't notice? I smelled you before you walked in. So I said, I need that backpack you got there. And I need you to go ahead and head on up to your room. Well, I dump out the backpack and there's probably 50 vape cartridges and a big mason jar filled with weed, a whole jar. And just like dear old dad, they'd been selling it as well as smoking it. Long story short, 
I said, you're, you're going to be grounded for a very long time. Now, it actually ended up being three months. But what I said it was, is you're going to read your Bible every single day. You're going to read your Bible, and you are going to tell me what you read in detail every day. Oh, now, you, you can't shove the Bible down your kids' throats. Bet me. The world is shoving crap down their throats every day. So I said, every day in detail. I'm going to give you a book or two to help guide you through that process. And if you skip a day, I'll just add it on to the end of your prison sentence. Well, there was a little bit of a slow start, but suddenly about week two, things begin to change. Week four, I'm getting full Bible study reports on what they had found. Week six, and look at this, and here's that, and I didn't know that. I'm telling you, you got to get light into the situation because that stuff will be out there waiting for them once they leave the house again. My child was lost, so what do we do? Turn on a light. And sure enough, I found them. And they found themselves. And it's something that has helped them to this day. If you lose something, get light on it. Light recovers lost things. Number three, light shows the way. It's a lamp into my feet. It's a light into my path. The light shows the way. So if any of you listening today, have you had a decision to make and you need to know something important? What job to take? Uh, what person to date or marry? You know, Whatever. But the Bible talks about general and specific revelation. The general revelation of God and then the specific revelation of God. The general revelation of God would be how to be married. The specific revelation of God is who to marry. Can God give you specific revelation? Sure he can. He can speak through his word. And many of us, I've seen it. We don't know how to get a word from God through the word of God. So I see it now more than ever. We need someone to prophesy over me. Did, did you dream about me? Did God tell you something about me? Do you have a word for me, preacher? So we have people running around to conferences and prophetic conferences and seeking a word. And listen, let me tell you something. The devil can give you a word with enough in it to make you believe that it's God. When you don't have the Bible to bounce it off of, you can very easily be deceived by a word that's actually from the devil. And it'll have enough in it to make you think that might be from God. Think of the devil using scripture to Jesus, of all people, in the wilderness temptation. Jesus had to correct Satan's theology on the word by answering with what's really written. You need to know how to get a word from God through the Bible. So let's say you're facing a decision. And what do I do? I need to hear from God. What do I do here? I need someone to tell me. And nobody's getting anything for me, which by the, by the way, please be very careful doing this, telling everybody I need a word. I need a word. You're fishing for a word. And I'm telling you, somebody will give you one. And it will not always be the people that are evil or being influenced by the devil. It will be from some people that they care, they want to help. And sometimes they can take some dream that they had, or I saw a sign that said free cookies on Thursday, and I think that was God saying, or the hot light was on at Krispy Kreme, so there's a sign. Please trust God. Please. If he has a word for you, nobody would really need you coaching them on it anyway, right? But so what do I do? I need a word, God. So what he's going to do most likely is this is something that we ignore. He's most likely going to lead you right back to the Bible. Go read this. Well, I already know what that says. Do you? Oh, sure. I know you read it a hundred times, but we know this book is alive. You, you don't read the book. The book reads you. At any stage of your life, that same story can apply to your current situation. And, and so God will most likely lead you back to a story that you've already used in other areas of your life. And we have to allow him to speak to us through the word. Three words, praise, prayer, proclamation. Remember these words. You want to know how to get a word from God through, through the word? Praise, 
prayer, proclamation. So first, you enter into God's presence through praise. Enter his courts with praise. Psalm 100 and verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Well, it would take faith to do that, wouldn't it? To already enter with thanksgiving, thanking him for what? What I have yet to see in the natural, but I see it in the word. It's faith that is pleasing to God. Praise, so maybe you, you turn on your favorite praise song or on your phone or you enter into his presence. Next is prayer. So you, you pray about what you need to pray about. Listen, do this. And I've watched Michelle do this. She writes her prayers down. Trust me, just write them down. Be specific and see them, read them, keep them before your eyes. Because again, that's the entrance, right? The eyes. So write them down and then proclaim, speak, read out loud. So whatever the situation, for example, well, I'm believing to have a baby. Then go read about Abraham and Sarah. Read about Mary and Elizabeth. Find stories. Don't read Revelation. Find some stories. My child is struggling. Then read the story of the prodigal son right? You need a word uh, um, from God for yourself. You have a personal relationship with Jesus, right? Well, he was the word made flesh. Have a relationship with the word again. Praise, prayer, proclamation. And what you do is, is you proclaim what it is that you've read. God, you bless Sarah with a baby and I'm claiming my child. You're no respecter of persons and, and what I have read, I received from myself that you are supernaturally touching my body to conceive a child, for example. Because you do understand a few things. For one, the word of God is the truth. It's the truth. And two, we are created beings in the very likeness of God, which means that when we speak his words, they don't just communicate a point. No, friends. When you speak those words, God is coming out of your mouth to begin to create some things in your life. Ah, the word of God, friends. Job says, I shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto me. So what are we doing? Well, we speak it and it sheds light on the darkness. You know what? That darkness cannot comprehend the light. It is the word of God. Get in the book, pray the book, speak the book, and you watch. You'll soon be living the book. That's all the time I have for today. Thank you so much for joining me on the new Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Until next time, I'll be attempting the ridiculous achieving the miraculous.